1: Hello and welcome back to the U Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham.
2: And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? How's, uh, you know, how's your day? What's going on? I feel like we're heading into um, a new era here. Like people are starting to get vaccinated. People are starting to go outside. I was in New York and New York was, you know, a little bit uh, popping a little bit
1: yeah it's a little bit warmer it's like it's almost like the excite that exciting time of year it normally in a normal year it would already it would also be kind of that exciting time of year you know you get like a few nicer days that kind of take you out of that like 40 50 degree slump Mm -hmm. um and it's just like a hopeful time of year but this year i feel like that is definitely amplified you know starting to plan some trips and planning my bachelorette party um hey how's
2: exactly. that going are, is a uh what is the good do you want to come the, I'm just uh, I, can you imagine
0: i want all you there the just to,
1: i just want you there to roast everything that we do I just want that's to, usually my place
2: right? on a bachelor party is just in the corner you know making remarks and reviewing how stupid everything is while doing the stupid things yeah you know? i want you um, to like
1: i want you to voice over
2: I'll make the TikToks with the V.O.
1: She's really wearing the veil to the bar. Really? (laughs) Really? Well, you got to. You got to do all the things. You got to act like an idiot. You know, why not? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree to an uh, an extent. I'm going to try to do it, you know, just the right level of cheese. We'll see how how it pans out.
2: How big is the group? And are we... Is this a difficult thing to put together with COVID and, and and kind of the things that go around with that and also you got to have friends that like they got a baby are they like i gotta get away from this baby thank god for this or are they just like oh i have a baby i we don't want to make this the wedding podcast but
1: right um well it's definitely a smaller group than i think it would have been if i had it in like 2019 Um, Mm. but we're doing it end of June. I'm pretty sure everyone, a lot of people are, who are coming are already vaccinated and I'm pretty sure everyone will be by then. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. Um, and then, yeah, there's a lot, there's people who can't come because they're either pregnant or they anticipate being pregnant at that point, or they just had a baby. So it does take a little bit, um, away from that, I guess, but it's also like, you know there's still I have seven people going that's that's a yeah. good amount that's a good amount for me I don't need seven's to do a me. great
2: seven's a great number I think right. uh, once you get over 12 it's too much mm-hmm. I think that's one of those things that like people think uh, I've been on the one where it's like 20 people 30 people and you go what am I even doing here right. like you get like the <laughs> middle of that weekend you're like I don't need to be here I am not an asset like this guy there's like a core six that it could have been and not me.
1: Yeah, and I get it. It's like fun to include everyone, but it, then it's like, oh, we're making decisions as a group of oh, like fifteen. You gotta have people. a leader.
2: You have to have a good leader. Yeah. Who's your maid of honor?
1: Um, I don't have a maid of honor um, because I have five sisters. Okay, and a lot of friends, and so like I, I've ma- I have a lot of bridesmaids. I have like fifteen bridesmaids, but so, I do not is- have a maid of honor
2: is there someone that's taking the lead for the planning of this trip? Because that yeah. is my biggest thing with bachelor, bachelorette parties. You need a plan. There is nothing worse than what are we going to do? And then it's like an hour of what are we going to do?
1: Right. Well, I'm lucky enough. I've been on my friends and I have done a lot of girls trips in the mm. past. So, and I've planned a lot of bachelorette. So we've got, and I'm like, like I say, I say this a lot on Brights. So like I'm one of the older members of my friends to be getting married. Like I would say I'm the in the, the latter crew, um, okay. So they've been around the block. Do you know what I mean? It's we, like a, we know
2: what we're doing by now,
1: right? We're not like twenty-five-year-old brides who like <laughs> uh, are winging it. Like there's a standard thing, and then I've planned a bunch, so those people are kind of planning mine. Do you know? It's like kind of love seamless. it. This, yeah.
0: But
2: those are the best types of parties. But um, to get us off of this a little bit, I have a question for you. I got sent, um, and and listen to all the listeners. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this show. I'm saying it it sounds like I'm checking a box off, but we do appreciate it. A lot of people have been posting about the show and we do still want you to make it your Instagram story. Like tag us. Let us know you're listening. That feels so good and amazing. And I'll just say this and I say it on podcasts a lot. Everyone's looking at your story and no one's talking about it. So you go, oh, (laughs) no one follows me. I don't care. Everyone's got 200 followers. You tag Jordana and I, you tag the you up account, we'll like it. You up account, will repost it. And what you're doing is, instead of having to beg a friend, now it's like a non-invasive way. Because they're going to look. They're going to want to know, right? Jordana, you do that thing where you touch someone's story a little bit.
1: Totally. And I feel like the less followers you have, the more people actually take you seriously. Because it's like... Yeah. You know the people who do follow you follow you because they really want to. It's not like you know Jared's two hundred and fifty thousand followers. That's true. And uh, you know, half of them are ba- ha- and you know half of them are bots. Exactly, they're all <laughs> bots. Just kidding. I'm just. There's kidding. only
2: Jordana and my mom are following me for real.
1: <laughs> they're all bots. I don't care. It's share it on your story. Um, and you know, I, I watched socially distance of course for the second time last week. That was really so... too nice. That
2: that warmed my heart. That was, uh, you didn't have to do that. That well, was, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mike hadn't seen it. Um, oh. and, you know, we were like, we ordered, you know, Chinese food. We were eating Sunday night and I was like, he hadn't seen it. And I was like, what a, th- is there? I have, I don't really feel like browsing Netflix for 45 minutes to find a new show. Let's watch it. You'll see it. I'll, I'll see it the second time. The jokes were even better the second time. It was great. Thank you.
2: And did he enjoy? Was he, was he on board?
1: He loved it. He was laughing out loud. And he doesn't really even do that that often. So.
2: That, that's a big deal. And let me just say, like that's the best part of my special is you don't have to surf Netflix. I'm giving you the go-ahead. <laughs> Go do this. this is, that's the only reason to watch is that you don't have to sit on Netflix going, they took the office off here? Right. Yeah. Don't go through that depressing moment of endless options. You have one option. I'll get through my announcements. Socially distance, of course. Go watch it. Jordana, thank you for watching it. I'm going to be in Long Island um, next weekend doing shows at the Brokerage Comedy Club. I know we got a big Long Island crew. Would love to see people out there. Um, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. i got more shows coming up. They're they're starting to book up because things are coming back. Uh, Jordana, what do you got going on other than this sweet new design?
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you guys have already seen it. We've got the Betches rebrand. Um, we've got the red flag or deal breaker. One of the regular pack is sold out already, but the expansion pack is still available. They're basically like, they're both equally entertaining. They're the same thing. One, just, they're just different cards. So if one is sold out, get the other one. They're awesome. Check it out. Um, and bet if you guys are moms or know of any moms, we are launching the Betches moms podcast, in early april i will have to check the exact date but it's coming in like a, a couple of weeks and it's going to be re- by the, well probably less than a week by the time this comes out and it's going to be great it's like going to be an honest unfiltered look at, at motherhood and all that stuff surrounding it so if you're even like mom curious which is mm. a term i like to use check it out should be great what do you what do you have going on jared Um,
2: I I am done. I I have (laughs) like I just I just told you. Were you listening? Yeah, yeah. Remember the special (laughs) was great. Mike liked it. Uh, Sorry. So so remember you saw it a second time. I I I usually go first. I usually go. I usually go first. You. You, you pitched me into it, so I felt like I, I felt like I was going to take the lead yeah. on that one. But I I, I I just forwarded you an email because I... okay. Oh, last announcement. Next week's episode is going to be a quick hits episode. And the only way to get your quick hit question in is by it's following at you up... Po- oh, it's too late? It's too late ah. by this point. Well, you can go if, fuck yourself, if, but that's going to be you, a fun episode.
1: If you listened to us last week and you submitted your questions, congrats to you because um, we're going to do them next week.
2: There we go. Okay, so... I got tweeted this, okay? Okay. Um, and I, I, I just forwarded you an email. Hey, J Train, okay? I'm freshly single. So, like, I, I love these freshly single people because it's like they came out, uh, they were just thawed from the ice and they're like right. Cro-Magnon man, whatever.
1: They're like babies just experiencing yeah. everything for the first time. And they
2: really bathe in it. Anyone who's freshly single, oh, I don't know what to do. It's like, you've had Instagram. You've had
1: fucking Facebook. You know what to fucking Oh, my God. Guys love this one, especially. It's a great excuse for just, like, being a terrible dater who's, like, (laughs) doesn't respect anything. They're just, you know, I just, I this is all so new to me. I didn't realize I was supposed to text you. More than yeah. once a week. You know, I haven't done this in forever. I'm a pariah.
2: As if they've never had a friend. Right. As if they've never <laughs> communicated with a human being over text. Yeah, they, they do act like just like fresh fetuses out of the womb. And you're like, come on. What are you talking about? With you're not a baby. Get with it. Like, And so I do enjoy that background of, of person because they are always hilariously... Um, obnoxiously lying to your face by saying, "I'm freshly <laughs> single. What do I do?" Okay, so, but I like this person because he, he's he, he's he, this this tweeter does seem like he's honest. I'm freshly single. This is the second online survey form a woman from a dating app has sent me. When did this start? I'll take the answer off air. Thanks.
1: So sorry.
2: <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. We'll, too, too we'll address your
1: first part. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So. He gets sent, I guess what happens is, and I did ask him, I was like, can we talk about this on You Up? And okay. only if it's framed as an assault on romance and mystery. Kidding. Yeah, of course. I, I, I like this guy. Do what you want. I received both within the last two days, but unfortunately the match for the other survey I got expired because I didn't answer. Okay. And I said, is this the only question they ask? And then he linked me on IG with the link. But I, I, I'll say this. Basically what I assume is happening. He's matching with a woman. And then her first thing is to send him a Google doc that is titled the bare minimum.
1: Yeah. So we'll share that. We'll share this sur- survey on the Instagram stories. Yes. For the episode release.
2: Really. Do you want me to go through all the questions? Cause I have it in front of me. I can read yeah, them let's all. Let's do it. Okay. So the first question is your name. That's a required one. They're all required. Okay. okay. <laughs> all of them have the required star next to it. Uh, <laughs> Are you 100% single? What do you think of that question as a survey question for someone that you have not even met? So you're... I, I guess, mean, what do first, I think of a survey question in general? Is like... Yeah, so <laughs> what do you think of a... I guess let's start that or we should read them all first. Because some of them I'm like... Asking if you're 100% single, like, okay, I, I actually think that's like one of those things you would think is of course.
1: But like... Well... Everything, it's funny because, you know, I I run a company, I negotiate, I read a lot of contracts, right? Mm-hmm. And every time I read a contract and there's a clause that seems crazy to me, I'm like, what happened in a previous contract that this person included <laughs> this clause in this contract? Yeah. Like sometimes, I remember some entertainment c- contract, it was like, you will not disclose this within the world or like outer space or something like that. It was like something like, <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Like the terms were like so specific and so outrageous that I was like, "What happened?" That they were like, "In our next contract, we need to protect ourselves against someone disclosing this to an alien life form, potentially." Well,
2: that is that is spoke like a true. You speak like a true CEO and someone who's in charge because that thought all stems from money. Like, who for every clause there must be a lawsuit that start that (laughs) That won someone money, and then they were like, "Never again." yeah
1: Yeah, they were like never again this is going in all our future closets so when i see any kind of question like this i'm like something happened in a past relationship that made her include this in in this con survey contract from from
2: my perspective as a as a guy i i guess that's a way you could go oh she must have been screwed over by someone who wasn't 100 single but i would also say like that is something you hear about on dating apps, like, like that just like, oh, running into the guy that is like, yeah, I got some. Yeah, but we're like open or maybe not sure what we are, but I'm still here. You know what I mean?
1: Right. And I think, it, I mean, it's funny because like it seems like single would be like a binary choice, like single or not single. Um, yeah. And then you have people who are like, no, I'm so single. <laughs> well,
2: the the question, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I'm the worst, most single person alive. I, uh, the question should be, if from a female to a man, and this isn't fair to either gender, but I, I guess this is the way I think of it, is if I asked the last person who French kissed you, would they consider themselves in a relationship with you?
1: What if you broke up?
2: would the i mean if you broke up then you're not in a relationship but if you ask that person okay
1: oh i see, are we, I see what you're saying do you know what i mean okay. like yeah. a, a, right. like
2: because are you single is like well i'm single i don't know about you know i don't know i'm just trying to think of like the wiggle room right.
1: no i see what you're saying it sort of answers the question of like are you still hooking up even if you're not single you're still sleeping with various people even if you're not single yeah, that gets or into the various
2: single, forms yeah. of Oh, I'm am very single. Someone goes, I'm kind of single. I don't know. I got a thing. Right. You know, it hasn't like, been
1: defined yet. <laughs>
2: exactly. They're look They're we're, again, the small print on the contract. Okay. Let's keep going through these. You ready? Okay. What are you looking for? Relationship, hookup, other. Other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One word you'd describe you'd use to describe your last girlfriend. Okay. That seems like an that seems like an obvious one. Like if you if the guy like I don't think a guy is gonna write like that fucking bitch. Pitch. Like I don't think <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like I okay. what would be.
1: How would you? What would like? I feel like what would be like a safe answer for that? I don't even know. Like,
2: I would be positive if it were me. <laughs> what? What's, what's <laughs> that? Punctual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good at cursive.
1: Um,
2: like <laughs> I I would be glowing. I, I don't know what that would say about me, but religious beliefs, okay? And that's a, you have to write in the answer. Have you ever voted for Trump? Yes or no?
1: Okay. Have you ever? Okay. <laughs> Not like did you, but like have yeah. you ever?
2: In a world, did you vote
1: for. First or second term?
2: Yeah. Or, or did you watch The Apprentice? I want to know everything Trump related. (laughs) uh, Name a TV movie character that encapsulates your brand of humor. Ooh, I guess the office would just like get written a thousand million times for people. When you say you drink a quote unquote normal amount of alcohol, what is quote unquote normal?
1: Who said they said they drink a normal amount of alcohol? That's very... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, Is this what the doctor's office yeah
2: i i know like what i guess uh what and also are you gonna write what you would what would you write for it your, you're you you your drank what would you write
1: um on the weekends like i'll on the weekends i have i'll have a cocktails or wine
2: yeah so i don't know I, it seems very I open-ended mean, also, it seems open-ended it's also like already accusatory of people who are sober. Like, I I wouldn't feel comfortable as a sober person.
1: Every question is extremely judgmental. Underlying (laughs) tones. Yeah,
2: Fair. What word do you hope people use to describe you when you aren't around? Your secret obsession slash guilty pleasure. Your favorite unpopular opinion. Any quirks or pet peeves I should know about, just know about now. um, Anything else you want to share. And then it's a submit, and that's the form. So... Jordana, what do you think? I, I, I agree with the judgmental tone. What do you think of someone doing this?
1: I would be very turned off by it. This, to me, it seems, again, like this screams of a kind of cynical person that is looking mm. to, like, save their time or, like, you know, not have to deal with any pain or discomfort. Yeah. W- p- presumably through weeding people out by the correct answers to this survey.
2: Yeah, I, mean? I, I, I. She, I mean, it, it's a, a guy sent this to me. So, and he said he's gotten it from two different women. It seems as though like this could have been fun. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like it, it, this could have been maybe three questions, and then at least you're getting to know a little bit more about the. But it does have the air of like this person's a queen, and she's taking applications from all the townspeople of who gets to date her, because. Right. If you go for funny on this like how you know are you they're like oh he thinks he's funny if you go for serious oh he takes himself too serious like there's no winning this and it's like you know yeah. I, I don't know I and I agree with you the, the cynicism shows through in the questions where it's like listen I I the, the political one I understand that people are like I'm not even but like I always stand by the idea that, like, if you're interacting on an app and it's going well and that's something that comes out along the way, you can make that decision later down the road. It's not like you, you know.
1: Right. This is turning dating into something even more transactional than dating apps already are. mm. It's kind of like this is turning dating into a a lease application to apply to an apartment. (laughs) It's like... You're not taking any – you're taking, like, all of the fun out of it. It's all about, like – it's transactional to me, it seems. It's not really about – you're not going to get to know someone by reading their answers to a survey, I don't Yeah,
2: and I I don't think so either. And I also think it puts – it feels like you're just putting yourself in the position to laugh at people. Like, I feel like there's just, like, if I wrote in answers to this, it would just be a group of women, you know, texting each other, cackling, you know, (laughs) like like just a bunch of cacklers. Yeah. And
1: I mean, there's honestly, there's ways to find out the answers to all these questions through an organic conversation with someone or a phone call or a a FaceTime with them that is over 20 minutes. There's a way Mm. to find that out organically. That isn't like, again, are you applying to be my boyfriend or are you Mm -hmm. applying to date me? It's more this to me is like a little sad almost.
2: Yeah. And if I was taking dating seriously on this app, I wouldn't take this person seriously. I would think that they're not taking it that seriously either.
1: Or, or do you think they're maybe taking it very seriously? Because they're like, I'm not it's, even going to waste my time potentially going out with someone whose <laughs> favorite unpopular opinion um, is not that interesting.
2: <laughs> and, well, I guess it's one or the other. They're either taking it too seriously or they think this whole right. thing's a joke.
1: Yeah, and, it has one or the other. I agree.
2: Yeah, and, and the unpopular opinion one, like, you know, in a world where, like, you kind of have to, like, you know, the we're all learning, like writing something to people over the internet or writing your unpopular opinions on the internet. You don't know what the audience is going to be, so it's like, why do I does? Why do you deserve this trust? You're just a better person than me right away because you're a woman on a dating app, and life seems to be somewhat harder for a woman on a dating app. Like, I I get I would agree with that statement that it's harder for women on a dating app, but I would I would also say that this kind of sets you up for like this other person uh, a, a worthiness check
1: i think it's like you're trying to find a life hack or a hack yeah. for like dating for not wasting your time dating going on dates with people who aren't your match but like that's sort of an inevitable part of dating or doing anything that to find someone worthwhile it's like going through that saying i like this about this person but i don't like that or i you know yeah. what i mean
2: yeah and and i would say that like where's this on your profile like if they answered all the questions on their profile then, or like sent their answers with it, like I actually would be more turned on to it.
1: Right. They sent you theirs and then they were like, okay, now you.
2: Now you. I, I, Yeah, but like they don't even trust you enough to see their answers. They're just saying, yeah, we'll see what you got to, to show. Like, yeah. Give me some examples of how open you were.
1: I mean, I've never heard of anyone doing this. So I- He said twice. I, I wonder if that's an anomaly or if that is actually like a thing now.
2: I don't know i and I do think it stems from like people getting fucked over and meeting people that aren't honest, and I get where it comes from, like but it's like again, we talk a lot about this on this podcast where it's like you know the the like realizing the the temperature of the room, the weather outside, like these things can happen, you have to be a better buyer, you have to like not be so like there's a, a again like the 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 cynicism chart you got to be like a, a six and not a 10
1: right you've got to like view the apartments before you apply to one Do yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> like <laughs> this is trying to like skip the whole viewing process it's like you know sure. what i mean like tell me the your best um like looking at apartments now so i'm in that mindset but it's like <laughs> tell me the best thing about this apartment or you know what i mean yeah. like, tell, like it's like or you could just go see it see how you take feel an hour. in it right sure take a look and you'll get a much i think you'll get a much better sense for it than there's no amount of surveys that I could take about for a place to live that would give me the same sense of it as going to see it for five minutes to an hour. And you know what I mean?
2: And the guy who ticks off, I'm not in a relationship, but he is in a relationship is the same guy that's going to lie to you. Anyways, like a liar can't be, you have to, you know, judge people and, and also stick again. This is where like the sticking to your standard thing, like, Hey, I don't give a fuck if if this date didn't work out the way you wanted it to work out, that's how I date and that's how I get to know people and that 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 kind of like reverses things like this this to me the the like you said in the beginning, like it's like a it kind of shows a little bit of helplessness
1: right or like again, like a, an an extreme amount of like cynicism to me.
2: yeah let's do uh, I just wanted to bring that up. I thought that was an interesting
1: I definitely interesting. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop-down menu that follows. We got an email today? Yes. So the question is, what do you do when you say I love you and he doesn't say it back?
2: Farts. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I love that'll, you. That'll trap him. <laughs> um... I'll regret that. Yeah. Um, okay. J and J, I'm writing to you in the hope to get some advice on an issue I'm having in my relationship. I've been dating a great guy for five months and a month ago I got heavily drunk and told him I love you. He did not say it back. Embarrassed, I went home that night. It has been a month since then and he, and he knows how I feel, but he has not said those words to me. But overall, things have been going really well. With his actions, he has shown me more love than anyone else I have dated who did who did tell me they love me. He introduced me to his family, always offers to do choice for, chores for me, cooks for me, and shows me a lot of affection. He does these things without me asking. He says things like, you're amazing, I like being committed to you, and I'm crazy about you. <laughs> when would someone... He sounds like one
2: of the contract people you're dealing with.
1: When would someone casually say, right, I like being committed to you? <laughs> you know?
2: Hey, do you want to go to Five Five Guys? Uh, b- and by the way, I like being committed to Me you. <laughs> Very <laughs> weird. With his actions. It does. fit. It, well, hold on. It does sound like he's the contract writer. Like in that scenario, he's like, like, it does sound like one of those clauses. Like, I'll say I liked being committed to you. That doesn't mean more. Doesn't mean right. less. You know,
1: I like hanging out. Um, with his actions, it's very much in the love territory. I'm very confused. I want to be able to express my feelings for him openly, but I am afraid of doing so again without the reassurance that they will be reciprocated. Is it too early to expect a guy to be in on the love game? Like Jared says, I, what, what do you, what do you, what do you say?
2: <laughs> I, I, <What> is- <laughs> I either forget everything I say or I'm misquoted because
1: People say this all the time in emails. They're like, and Jared says, like, you know, the going gets rough, you keep on going. I'm like, did yeah. Jared say that? I don't remember. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't
2: think I said that. I mean, I would, I, 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 let me rebuff this person. Whether I said it or not, I, I, okay, fine. But I'm not a big, I'm not big into too early. I don't really believe, and I've kind of said that from day one of like, there's not a, like a to anything to me. Right. But go on. Yeah. I,
1: that I'm feel wondering. Like my quote. Maybe he does really care about me but isn't ready to say the words yet. Is there ever a point in a relationship when it is a it is valid to expect a significant significant other to say, I love you? Thanks so much.
2: So this is a tough one. This is like in the existential world of like, when do you say I love you? Should someone say? I I mean, if I'm going to live by some kind of like some things that um, I've said be here before, like I don't think there's a time or... A, or a place. There's no too early, too late. I think like you have I I like. I think she wrote a couple of things in the email that I want to pull out. If that's okay, let's hear it. The first one is a month ago. I got heavily drunk and told him I love you. He did not say it back. Embarrassed, I went home that night. It's been a month since then, and he knows how I feel. Well, you said it drunk. Right. Got you know. I I don't know. I can only go by what the email said. She doesn't say that she said it again and was like, I just want to reiterate, I felt the way I I said. I don't know if you heard me. I was drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ahem. Ahem. Uh, Yeah. Following up. um.
2: Yeah. 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 I don't. It just doesn't. But if, if it was a drunken, I said it, and you're like, well, I did it, like I checked the box, where's your I love like, Right. I I do think there needs to be a little more vulnerability and especially when you get drunk, there's like a, you're hiding behind the alcohol of it all. Uh, Maybe the person. Yeah, yeah.
1: I agree. I think it's scary to say it for the first time. So there is that temptation like, oh, I'm just going to say it when I'm already drunk. But I think if you want to actually gauge someone's feelings, the best time to, to say that is not when you're drunk. And it's okay if you did say it when you're drunk, but I would, like you said, I would come back. Sober, you gotta own it. You
2: yeah, gotta, yeah, you gotta own it. You can't just like let the drunk one sit out there. There has to be a, a solidifying sober one. I think, right? Like I definitely, yeah. Because I've done that. I've made the mistake, and I've uh, of doing the drunk. I love you, and then waking up the next morning, and be like, oh boy, Jared, you got a little carried away last night. You know, like I've done that. Um, I've also, yeah, it's just a tough thing. Like you don't know if 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 it meant less to him i i don't know i'm giving him some credibility in this as far as maybe a why but then there's another thing she wrote is that she feels loved so it's like mm-hmm. you know i i if you feel loved and you feel um and you still love them like i think like you know everyone comes to that conclusion on their own like and and it, it comes to a point where it's like, um, when do you get turned off? When do you fall out of love because they haven't said it?
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, if I were her, I would, like you said, I would say it again, sober mm-hmm. in like a relaxed environment that's sober. And then if the person isn't saying it back, then, then's your, then's a the time to bring up, sort of because I also do think it means different things to different people like she said like some people say it a lot more easily it means it has different meaning to them it's not like something that has like such an objective cut and dry meaning to it so I think like I would say it again because that's how she feels and then if he doesn't say it just be like I think that's a great time to like get into that conversation about like how they see this relationship are they happy where do they see it going and like I think that that's a totally fine way to see that. I think you'll learn a lot more through that. What is, what is saying I love you mean to you that you, that you don't feel comfortable saying it. You really learn, will learn a lot more about the person, even if their answer isn't exactly what you want to hear. I think it's sort of like now it's just kind of this unsaid thing and you're not really talking about it.
2: Yeah. I, I guess that is like the, the healthiest way to go forward is with a little bit of like a, an, an interview session and not <laughs> a judgment, you know, but and not a judgmental one. Like, he might say to you, I've never said that to someone before. Like, I don't even know how to rate it. Like, and then maybe you say, like, do you see me like the way you see your family? Do you? Does it feel like family? Like, mm-hmm. does this feel like um, um, a, a, a relationship that is more important than the ones you've been in? Or is this just... And I think their answers will either make you feel more or less confident. Like, there's no... You're not going to be the same you were before the interview.
1: Right, which is a good thing. Which is a good I thing. I think yeah, in either yeah, way. Yeah. And if they're like, yeah, like I've said it before, but I feel like something's missing or something, you know, I'm not, I don't feel like I can get there. Then you are learning something about someone, again, faster than you would if you just let this linger, Yeah, you know, and, unspoken. And again, it, it's very scary to like tell someone how you feel and potentially get rejected.
2: Totally. And, and I think also... There's a big thing of like you can fall out of love with someone that's okay, you know you can love someone during a period and then have it have the context of the period and then all of a sudden time moves on, they're not the same person you were falling in love with like the idea that like because you said it, you're locked into love zone and like if they if if this person talks to you doesn't give you any answers to your questions, you could walk away being like, "Ah, I don't know if I, didn't I like
1: how that felt, yeah
2: like how that felt and that's okay too i think like a lot of these things that we get asked about it's like it almost feels like people feel like they went through a turnstile that they can't go back from
1: right they they've reached the point of past of no return but that's not the case yeah but
2: that's not the case like you said it you feel it you feel loved which like that's something to let that person know like i do feel loved by you like every, you know, like I think that's something that's so encouraging to like get that conversation open. And then you don't want to feel like you forced him and, you know, maybe he comes back, and, you know, and you give him time. You go, yeah, you can say, go- think about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could also be like, I feel good about from that conversation. And then a week goes by and he goes, you know what? I was thinking about it. I do love you. You know, like and or he comes back a week from then. and He goes, you know what? I was thinking about it. Um, we should end this relationship. I don't feel I'm where you are. That's scary. I get that.
1: Yeah, it's scary, but I think either scenario gives you more clarity into what the other person is thinking, which is always a good thing.
2: And it also gets you away from this, like, you should have said it. If they don't say it back, then they don't mean it. No, that's not communication. That's just, you know, that's like just like, uh, you know, it feels like you guys are like in a a scoring competition. Like you're just like, chalk it up, you know?
1: Yeah, that's not how a relationship works. It has a lot more nuance than that. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now.
0: When it comes to the plant based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant focused diet.
2: Send yours in, UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Let's do it. New listener here because enough friends recommended you to me that I had to give you a shot. This is my favorite type of listener, the the one that was dragged here. Dragged here. And now yeah. they're writing to us for advice. <laughs> That's right. You're welcome. <laughs> Shocking to no one, you're great and I'm hooked. There we go. The fun end of the story. Here's an awkward sex story for you. I wish this was all a lie, but it's not Enjoy. When COVID hit, I ran from the city to my childhood home in Westchester. I was still there in the summer when outdoor dining was a thing and my parents' cleaning lady set me up with another client's son who stayed in the
1: city. I love this because it shows like anyone can set you up. You know what I mean?
2: (laughs) Everyone's looking to be that person. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. also, I also love the innocence. Like there's so many people like it's funny that we live in like maybe I feel like the world is just split into two. Like the people that are like, yeah, my cleaning lady set me up with another one of her clients (laughs) is like totally like a, a like a thing that you would say. And then there's another group of people that are like you have a, like would get offended by that. Like, how could you, you, a, a, a what lady, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's like this like other world that they wouldn't be so admittance. Like this, uh, this person's like, I love how just honest they are. Like, yeah, I ran up to Westchester. I'm staying in this great yeah. home. My parents have the cleaning lady's setting me up, you know,
1: life's good. Is, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, ra- I literally pictured her running to Westchester. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I just love the, the, the charmed innocence of that sentence. Okay. We went on two dates, and he was awkward but entertaining. No fooling around or anything, just drinks, dinner, and a little making out. Before the third date, he asked if I would stay over, and I said, sure. The whole night was full of awkward sexual tension. What do you think of that? I think that's not... I think that's like one of those things that I'm not... in. Asking, will you stay over before the third date? Um, You can't expect a good sexual experience to happen if someone needs to do that.
1: Right, if they want to like lock in the sleepover as opposed yeah. to like we'll see what happens, you know what we'll I mean? We'll see what happens. Like, you know, my mom, well, given this person's background, I can imagine like, you know, her mom called his mom and was <laughs> like, is it is it okay if if, <laughs> if Rachel sleeps, sleeps over? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's how I see it on playing out in that in that instance. But yeah, it well, definitely you- takes away some of the like the, I would say one of the most the best parts about being single is the idea that like you don't know where the night will take you
2: yeah that's the scary that's the romantic that's the sexual charge that comes from it i'm with you and i do understand she's in westchester so she's got to like tell mom and dad when she'll be home (laughs) um but like you know we're all adults who can be creative she could have been like I i don't know but him asking her like he doesn't have to know you know like
1: right now it's like okay, like, we both know what's happening. That, I think, makes it more awkward than it has to be.
2: Totally, especially when she says he was awkward but entertaining, and then day three, so uh, will you sleep over tonight if we go on a date? And it's like, the and the other problem with it that I don't really like is that, like, you do feel, I, I I would hope people don't feel this, but I can understand how someone would, like, obligation. Like, well, I said I'd sleep over. Right. So now you're, like, going back with someone that you might not have wanted had gone back with I don't yeah, know yeah
1: I would have just said like let's see how it goes or something. yeah I
2: I'm with you I think that's a good like anyone out there someone's like hey you're gonna stay over after this date let's see how the date goes let's have a good time I think that's a totally fine answer to that question
1: yeah agreed
2: before we go to bed I go to the bathroom and walk out to him spread out <laughs> on his bed butt ass naked on his back slathered in coconut oil from his neck to his
1: ankles that, that, is that takes so a lot per- of work in itself that is so rude to the cleaning lady that set him up with this girl. <laughs> All
2: over the Here's chain. your reward. Yeah, you right? <laughs> my jaw hits the floor in shock. He thinks this is a good sign and asks if I like his ding dong. Oh, my God. What? This man is 28 years old. I just say I'm surprised and walk to the other side of the room. He gets up, slides off the bed, and goes to hug me from behind. Ugh. I don't oh like God. the sound of any of this.
1: This is all making me very uncomfortable.
2: Especially, like you walk to the other side of the room. It's like a one, a, a room, and then like he that's he thinks that's the like and a his normal. Body thing. has
1: coconut oil all over it.
2: So he's hugging you from behind, prom style, like what to look at the moon, like what's let's right? See?
1: Clearly, what's this guy th- thinks this is like a move, though, because he's got this this whole like it yeah, seems I, I, like he's like planned out this seduction. He's this like, does, okay, uh, yeah. I asked her to sleep over, so she's in. And yeah. uh, when she goes to the bathroom, I'll just, you know, I'll turn on the moves.
2: <laughs> yeah, get the co- get the coconut oil out. I'll turn on the music. You just hear,
0: the look of love <laughs> is in your eyes.
2: Do you like my ding dong? <laughs>
0: Oh leg. my
2: god. Yeah, it's okay. So he gets up, slides off the bed and goes to hug me from behind, but not before telling me to watch out for his pokey poke, aka boner. This now we're in the land of hey, I'm going to go.
1: Yeah, I would that would that would be my thought process.
2: Right? Needless yeah. to say, I'm as dry as a desert at this point. The straw that broke the camel's back uh was that he jumped backwards back onto the bed to try and be sexy and it straight up collapsed. I was done.
1: <laughs> How does a bed collapse?
2: Like the bedboard, like the whole thing. He like jumped <laughs> backwards and it just like crashed to the ground, I guess. Oh my God. I was done. I suggested he showered off the quart of oil while I fixed the bed and managed to get it all done and fake being asleep by the time he got back. Ugh, fake being asleep. I would have been, I, I mean, I know yeah, you got to go back to Westchester. Left. Yeah. Go to a friend's place. There was not a fourth date. Hope this gave you a laugh. Uh, wondering what you would call this. I was thinking maybe loco Coco. Sincerely, Ding Dong Ditcher. What do we think? Jordana? I like
1: the I like Ding Dong Ditcher for the name. That was a mm. good one. Um, yeah, it's funny to me whenever right I hear an email like this or an awkward sexual experience like this because I'm like, does this guy did this work with someone else? Like, what was his? And I also can re- I I understand her th- her. She was probably like this guy seems great, you know, we went on two great dates and then it mm. seems like when they got into the bedroom he turned into this whole other person that was like completely unattractive. Like what is the mindset for the guy? Well, here? he
2: did she did say he was awkward but entertaining. So like there's this thing of like I I do understand her giving him an inch with like oh, he's the quirky guy. He's got a weird sense of humor. I kind of think it it's far. funny. And then he <laughs> And then he's, yeah, this weird sense of humor just erupted in him trying. I don't know. I don't want to let him off the hook because, like, so much of this is so weird that, like, the idea that this was, like, funny to him. Like, there's a point where the joke stops. Like, even awkward and quirky people have to be – have to figure out how they can be sexual. Maybe he's working through that. Right. He's
1: playing into it too much maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I – It's
2: just all too much. Like I don't even know, and it
1: also feels
2: very much like I'm the Will Ferrell of the group, and this never ends. And I like that person to me is always exhausting. Like I, I, I'd be like, I don't really like. I don't know. I don't think men get that as much. Like there's no woman that like that I've really encountered that like can't turn it off. And this feels like a not turned off thing when she says that he was awkward but entertaining that's right a, i'm making an assumption here but i you know what i, I mean? think that's
1: a that's a good assumption like he didn't know how to like kind of like he pl- again he's playing too much into it in this maybe like it, some people kind of like that quirkiness but then he's like overdoing it in the bedroom the
2: that well that's like the most kind way we can look at him is that he's like quirkiness got me here i gotta keep it going I gotta spray myself down in coconut oil and you know jump onto the bed and hug her prom style and do every thing that could become a meme later in life i I don't know like the idea of just getting completely naked while someone's out of the room is crazy to me unless they asked you to
1: yeah the even like yeah it's just very presumptive it, also. It's, it, the, yeah. the
2: whole thing i did you have a name for it?
1: I liked her name I liked the uh what what did she call it the
2: ding dong ditcher
1: I like the ding dong ditcher um Maddie um our, our producer said she liked the hokey pokey the slip and slide I like both of those what did you think I
2: I had ding dong the sitch is dead okay I like that um that's the one I would I mean has anything like this ever happened where you're like dealing with like Mr. Funny Man like you know I, I like yeah. that's you and I don't want to like call him like listen I understand who someone could hear the story and be like no he's not Mr. Funny Man he's Mr. Creepy Douchebag who doesn't Care about making the person who's with him comfortable. I can understand. That I that's mean, a perspective. I guess if his
1: in his head, he thought it was like fun and like kind of weird, but like she might be into it. I don't think he's like a terrible person. I just think no. like maybe bad at reading the room or like not great moves. I would say. <laughs> no. um, <laughs> but not great moves is putting it mildly. The not great moves is what I would call yeah. this one. Um, I've de- I've been with guys who I think are like. They were like nice, but I agree kind of awkward. And then you kind of like hope that they're a little different or it's a little more like, like natural feeling, um, in bed, but it's not. And then you're kind of like, eh, I don't really want to be here. So I've, I've had yeah. not to this degree, but I've definitely felt that I've like taken a chance on the like kind of quirky guy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've had people think that I'm going to be like this. Cause they, they say some people here like, oh, they're a comedian, and then they go, oh, it's going to be annoying. It's never going to end. You know, and I understand that. Like, that's perfectly fine. You know, like, I understand where that comes from, but, like, this is... I don't have enough energy for this.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that, you I mean, you're... This guy seems like a non-self-aware quirky guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: doesn't seem like he's killing it on the awareness front. Uh, Yeah, and it would be, for me, it's a deal-breaker whenever someone isn't like giving self-aware. me where b- self-aware and also like hey um this is not we're not on the same page here so, like I, yeah. I i need be i need in the in the bedroom you both have to be on the same page 100 percent. or i'm like i'm just gonna back out of this situation
1: i agree because it's just like a turnoff so don't yeah. agree to sleepovers before you see how the night's go <laughs> night goes lesson learned should we do another email
2: Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Go for it, Jordana.
1: Okay. J&J, love the podcast, and I'm hoping you can continue to solve dating with this one. My ex and I were together for two years, and we've been broken up for almost two years now. We both dated other people since and recently reconnected by running into each other a few weeks before my move to Austin. My move from Austin to New York. We worked together, so we went from seeing each other every day to not seeing or talking one another for about a year due to COVID slash working from home. When we ran into each other at a bar downtown, we hooked up that night and the snowmageddon in Austin led to us staying together for four days straight while I was snowed in at his place. We watched Netflix, took my dog on long walks in the freezing weather, hooked up a lot more and felt like we were back to exactly where we were when we first met happy and in love. I felt blindsided and was so devastated when he broke up with me two years ago. He went through my phone while I was sleeping and saw a text between me and my mom I wasn't saying nice things about his family. For example, his sister is the messiest person I've ever met. His brother is gross and has overstayed his welcome. <laughs> um, and the worst one was where I was joking with my mom that if you brought bought me an ugly ring, I'd say, fuck, no. My mom knew it was a joke and said, ha ha ha, I'll make sure to tell him he took it so seriously and was so hurt about the private conversation I was having with my mom that he broke up with me over it. He told his parents everything. So all of his family knows exactly what I said about them. So now they hate me and think I'm materialistic. Fast forward back to us reconnecting recently. He said he misses and loves me so much, but can never get back together because of his family and how bad they would treat me over the past which it didn't matter what he said in that moment because I was moving away anyway. Spoiler. I'm not moving to New York city anymore. And we went from having this emotional goodbye last week, thinking we couldn't be together due to distance to now this could never work because of family for context. He's 32 and I'm 28 and his family lives two hours away from Austin while mine lives five hours away. We're in a difficult spot now because he, we, we can't just be friends with how we still feel about one another. I love him and miss him so much too. I say F that, be a man, and tell your family to get, get over it if this is what if what's going to make you happy for the rest of your life, but he doesn't think that'll work. I roll. What do you think? Should he have the balls to talk to his family, or should we talk to his family together? Is it worth worth it, or is this truly a lost cause because the family always comes first? Sincerely, portrayed as Regina George.
2: Yeah, this is a tough one because she's asking for a question. She's asking the wrong question to me.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that also. It's like she's making it about the family when they're not a. That's not really why they broke up. No, to me. And
2: and, and yeah. he and he's repeating what he did two years ago. He finds a thing that gets him out of it, gives him a reason. You know, she's like, the bad guy. Where she's the bad guy. Uh, looked through her phone like he looked through her phone. He obviously right. was looking for something that he thought was wrong and. When the minute you look through someone's phone is the minute you're kind of out, you know, like as far as like you don't trust this person. So you're like foot out the door and let's say you find nothing. You go, well, I guess I don't have a reason to have my foot out the door. Maybe I just don't like them, you know?
1: Yeah. And I mean, that's that's my thought, because it's like people are allowed to talk shit about your family privately to their own family members. Like if that happened with me, I think I'd be like, okay, you're not like say I'd rather you say it to your mom than say it to my tell my brother to get the fuck out of here <laughs> he,
2: he's yeah, exactly yeah well he's playing breakup improv yeah is what he's doing he's yes anding the best situation for the breakup so mm-hmm. he's going oh you talk shit about my family i could never and he's just going down that river and right. then he, i'm moving you're moving to new york we could never do long distance and you're <laughs> like Guess up, what I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> well, I could never be with somebody. you know. He just went to option B. You know, right. like yeah. And, and I think this like stems from and this sucks. You know, she references his age, and he's sitting there being like, I like her, and and just like you know, she writes about how they get snowed in, and it's just like it used to be. Yeah, because you're snowed in, like you know, there's it's comfortable. There's no um. There's no like additional responsibilities. The minute he goes. I'll talk to my family. We're do- This is it. Is the minute like shit moves forward. You guys are together. You. This is for real. There's responsibility in that right now. He lives in the land of no responsibility. The four days together was a, a vacation together. That's right. Nobody. Nobody's a, a real couple on a vacation.
1: I agree. And if it wasn't the family, I think it would be something else. Totally. So you know what I mean? Because it was something else until it wasn't. And now it's the family. <laughs> and I think if it wasn't that, it would be, you know, something else like, I don't think he's using, he's clearly using this as an excuse to like get out of this. Totally.
2: And you could go to your family and you can go, hey, we're all going to sit down. Let's hash this out. We can get it done in 15 minutes because everyone loves each other. Everyone's sitting at the negotiation table where they know they have a, um, it's in everyone's best interest to get along because if they want to keep their son, if they want to keep you, if you want to, if you want to keep your son happy, if you want to keep him happy, then you're all going to come together to some sort of conclusion that includes apologies and, oh, that was then, and I, you know, I meant, to, and then the family would go, yeah, you're right, our son is a mess, and our daughter fucking sucks, and they would understand what you were talking about. The The context would be, you know, but but he's not doing that. If he does do that, that means he's committed to you. If he doesn't do that, that means he doesn't have to commit, and and it can kind of be released.
1: Yeah, I agree. So I would like, and I would, I think, it's kind of it's very manipulative what he's doing because he's trying to make her feel like, oh, if only she had not fucked up, they would be mm-hmm. together, which is not the case. It's just it's an easier thing for him to deal with than him just telling you the truth and being like, I don't necessarily really see this going anywhere. I obviously like you. He obviously likes you. I mean, like he had, you had a you have a history. You had these four days where it felt comfortable, but sure. it seems like he woke up and he's like, oh, yeah, this isn't right. And I don't want to take responsibility and just say, I don't think this is right, so I'm gonna make it easier for myself to deal with and not seem like a sure. bad guy and say it's it's your fault for talking shit about my sister to your mom.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I completely agree. and the you know, the the hard reality to give him some defense on why he's manipulating, because he is, I agree with you, and it's hard to like defend the manipulator, but like I would say that like he's sitting there being like yeah, I'm really comfortable with you and I could spend 4 days, I could spend 4 months with you, but I I can't see 4 years or 40 years.
0: Right. And
2: that's really hard to tell someone. Like it's um that's uh that sucks, so he's taking a shitty way out of that conversation.
1: Yeah. And if I were you, I mean even if even if this what like let's say devil like let's say this really was the reason that he didn't want to get back together with you, like mm do you really want to like strong arm someone into like telling their, if they're, if they're not that interested in it, like to force the force them to make their parents love you?
2: Yeah. And, 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 and if you like, you could kind of fake do that. You could be like, Hey, listen, until you talk to your parents, we're going to break up and then you're going to, and then you're going to, and you know where to find me. And right. if I'm this person, I wouldn't wait by the phone holding my breath because I don't think you're getting that call. You're letting them off the hook easy.
1: Right. Yeah, I think best to cut your losses and move on. It sucks because he's I can also see where she's like, Oh, this felt so comfortable. Like, why do we break up? Like, I don't it wasn't really a big deal. But like again, I think if you examine the real reason you broke up, he went through your phone, he yeah. broke up with you after finding a reason to hold on to. Like what there was something not great about it to begin with. So I would try to remember what that was for sure.
0: In the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry.
2: Uh, let's play some games you ready
1: let's do it okay
2: UUP at Betches.com UUP at Betches.com you want me to do the first one
1: let's do it
2: okay Red Flag Deal Breaker absolutely love the podcast I found it about a month ago have been binge listening ever since recently I had a pretty good first date with a guy that I met on Hinge the day after the date we were texting to make plans for our next date. and My best friend called me on FaceTime to chat. She is also dating someone new. Our convo eventually de- developed uh, into checking our Zodiac compatibility with our new partners. <laughs> it's a Gen Z thing. Wow, I think it's a, it's uh, a thing too, Zodiac. <laughs> Zodiac signs have been around for thousands of years. Um, when I looked at my compatibility with my new guy, I laughed out loud because the first thing I saw was that our sexual compatibility is 1%. In case you were wondering, he's an Aquarius (laughs) and I'm a Virgo. My friend
0: asked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You have been asking what our parents were. Yeah.
2: (laughs) For for all you Aquariuses out there, don't date a Virgo because you won't be able to come. my Uh, My friend asked me what was so funny. So I quickly took a screenshot, sent it to her over text. Well, so I thought. Literally only a half a second later, I realized that I accidentally sent the screenshot to him. He didn't seem phased at all. And we have since set up our second date. But what do you guys think? Red flag or deal breaker? After the first date, they send you a screenshot of your horrendous Zodiac sexual compatibility. Hope you get a it. This is a great email.
1: So that was great. Should we read the actual text? Oh, oh, we have
2: it. Okay, we hold on. We have it. Yeah. Um.
1: Hold on. It's hard one. to read though. Let me see.
2: I know. I'm trying to zoom in. And I put these. Oh, I see to, it. Do you see it?
1: Yeah. Okay. So she basically she sends over the thing. It says one percent. It says overthinking is a true turnoff for Aquarius, although they do it too, just in a quicker pace. And they will rarely find Virgos' analysis sexy in any way. Shy, thoughtful, sensitive Virgo will have trouble understanding their. Their nude, weird, and often too fast Aquarius partner. It is almost certain that none of them will have enough patience to build their sex life with someone so different from what they need. 1%. And then she goes, So she sent that screenshot. And on the top of the screenshot that she sent is the video, is herself, is the bottom half of her face in the video of the FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> it's such goes- <laughs> a mistake. <laughs> and then she goes, That was to my best friend. Whoops. And then, and then he
2: writes, "LOL, I'm the I'm most likely they uh, free after five Tuesday and before <laughs> five
1: Friday." He just ignores it. Um, that's really funny. Actually, I'm surprised he kind of ignored it because it feels like it'd be a fun place to like have a funny joke. Totally,
2: and to like talk about sex a little bit, or to like at least be a little bit, um, you know, like uh, fun with a fun topic. But also, I love her understanding of men, where she's like. He didn't even, uh, he didn't even seem phased. Yeah, as if, I don't know a guy in the universe that would see that and go, oh, you're, you know, oh, well, I guess well, this isn't going to work. Should, gonna, yeah. <laughs> if the stars say it to be, I shall not be getting naked with thee, and I shall move on. Like, what?
1: <laughs> Red flag or deal breaker, she only will date you if your stars align if your if your signs deal breaker do De- i
2: i but <laughs> like it's like i gotta because it's not that they she cares about that it's that i have to expound the energy to look like i care about it oh really the, right so we're one percent on the virgo aquarius as i'm sitting there being like are we gonna fuck or not you know like <laughs> like
1: how many moon signs do i have to look up before this <laughs>
2: exactly what about what if and you know you know you don't see this from guys a lot but what if a guy was like hey so what if a guy said to you jordana sent this to you but it was that you guys were a hundred percent compatibility
1: i would be a little turned off that he was like looking to be totally honest right yeah i'd be like first of all it would i mean I get, I think it would show that they were like very invested in this. That they're looking up our signs to see how compatible we are, <laughs> um, which I don't know. And then, secondly, I just think this is all kind of dumb, like the the signs <laughs> stuff. Oh, obviously. the signs
2: and all that stuff. I well, I I can understand two women talking about their guys. Oh, what it's do you think our match is right. like? It, it's it's yeah. fun. Fun, you know. To me, it, it goes under the category, and I know this probably sounds bad to people. But like it, it it's under the category of like girl talk like like oh can you believe one percent compat- it is funny to be one percent sexual compatibility with someone yeah and i've done on that too day, like,
1: i've like read the cosmo um you know horoscopes for the week and all that other stuff like i've done it but like i think if they were joking it would be kind of funny if they were doing it like totally seriously it would be a deal breaker yeah,
2: if he was phased by this i would be turned off like, if I were her, like, like the idea of him being like, well, I, uh, you know, I don't know if uh, if That's Zeus and Poseidon say so, you know, like, I, I, don't, I don't know.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, let's do another one. All right. Red flag or deal breaker. They ask you. They ask only for your LinkedIn as a way to get in touch with you. Backstory. I met a guy at a party and we really hit it off. He asked for my LinkedIn saying we should link up. When I told him I didn't have one, he didn't ask for anything else. Example Instagram <laughs> number, etc. I later followed him on Instagram and he followed me back, but nothing ever came from it. Heartbreaking considering I made the brave mood to follow him first, <laughs> only sort of kidding. Obviously, not having LinkedIn was a deal breaker for him. Thanks for all you do. Linked out.
2: That's funny because I don't have, I think I had a LinkedIn that I made when I was like selling life insurance. And like, I haven't, I used to get emails from it being like, so-and-so is trying to link with you. And I'd be like, man, I'm so far outside of this world that I feel like ridiculous that I even had it. I don't Um, have one either
1: anymore. I used to have one. No, you're you're
2: out of the game. I, and I know there's a LinkedIn world to me. This is, um, someone
1: cheating. You think?
2: Uh, there's an element of it. Like
1: that's so interesting. I didn't think that at all.
2: Yeah, when you keep to one world that is kind of on its own island, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, they all kind of like live in the same um, box on your iPhone.
1: You can stalk someone pretty easily in there, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, LinkedIn, I I would assume just that it's built for business context so you can kind of like separate yourself from those a little bit. Interesting.
1: My first thought was that he just wanted to connect about something work related but yours is probably a lot but then why not just get their number and connect that way but i think yours makes more sense if i'm thinking about it now from the disgusting male point of view um <laughs> <laughs> that to me- yeah I, well i
2: i would also say like if he was you know met a guy at a party hit it off asked for my linkedin like it's just such a weird like I don't know what they talked about at the party. If they talked about all business, and he asked for the LinkedIn, she's like, "I don't have one." He's like, "Oh, then what kind of fucking business person are you?" You moved on. Um, but to me, it's just like it's too separated from the other social medias,
1: right? And it's yeah. its own world. It's probably a good way to be shady. I could see that. Wonder how many affairs right? have started on on LinkedIn.
2: Probably, we'll probably get
1: the probably not zero. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Not <laughs>
2: Was that a red flag or deal breaker for you? If they, um,
1: I guess deal breaker because they're not interested in me.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. Last one. They list their BMI, body mass index, in their dating app profile bio.
1: Um. Deal breaker.
2: Deal breaker. Yeah. Well, I guess the assumption if they list their body mass index in their profile is that they have a very low body. What? If, what if they were like? like joking around like a like like what if it was a guy who's um overweight and a bigger guy and he's like bmi 42 percent? i don't even know what the numbers are but like that would be a funny joke to me a little bit
1: i guess i think it would like the bmi thing there's only like three classes of it i think and i'm kind of like i don't first of all i don't i don't know off the top of my head either what a bmi a high BMI, like what the number would have to be to be in the in that, in any of the categories, sure. <laughs> so I'm, I guess if it, if it was executed really well, it would be okay. But I would think it. I can't imagine it would be.
2: It would have to be a perfectly worded BMI joke that joke. included. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Like, I, I, if it's there, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that they're obsessed with it. Right. And it's not a funny thing to them.
1: And if it's in the normal range, I'm kind of like, oh, are they just trying to say that they only want to date someone? With an, with an also normal ranged BMI? Like, I don't know what the what is the ideal BMI?
2: I I, I don't even know. This actually reminds me of a story. I was in a uh, high school health class and we were, and I remember like my friend's mom was the teacher of our health class and she's like, she was like a pretty straightforward woman. And I remember we were in the class, I was like with a, fr- a couple friends of mine. And we were going over the body types that day. Okay. And I remember the, there's like ectomorph, mesomorph, and endomorph. Okay. And I remember um, endomorphs are said to have higher percentage of body fat. And I remember my friend and I were like in the class and she was like, we were all like discussing endo, ecto, and meso. And I go, uh, Mrs. Whatever. I go, uh, what am and i'm not even at what am i like i just go what am and she goes endo and everyone laughed Aww. hysterically just at how quickly she put me in endo like it was like and we still to this day like endo like we all just like make it sounds like a that painful moment. memory I, it wasn't pain i, it was I like it was funny to me the idea that someone wasn't Doing that in giving that information with kid gloves to a kid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like like I saw at the time at like whatever, 16. I'm so realizing I'm like, oh, you
1: weren't traumatized by it.
2: Well, I'm still talking about it today. I'm 36, <laughs> so maybe I was. You're over
1: it.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally over it. Still telling the story. Uh, but I'll never forget, like just endo And I was like, oh, okay. I was actually gonna ask to go to the bathroom. I I you know, like it was like it was as if I was asking about something else. <laughs> um well
1: yeah back in uh back in the, the 2000s that was probably more acceptable <laughs> she'd probably get in a lot Absolutely. of trouble these days
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would run to the teacher i'd be like i'd run to this, uh, the 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 local paper talk about the teachers bullying the students yeah Seriously. it would be well listen i think we solved dating again right
1: we did it look at us we did it
2: and we opened up my scarring wounds as a child uh <laughs> so <laughs> we, we did listen, it all yeah. We did it all. Keep sending your emails, UUP at Betches.com. Uh, keep spreading the word, making your Instagram stories, and we'll be back next this Sunday.
1: Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Madeline Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at UUppod on
0: Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to UUP at Betches.com. batches